Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Majestic Zero Clicks podcast. If you like our content, please like and subscribe. It really helps us out. If you're interested in learning more about the Bronze Age format and the Majestic's Open Series, please check out openseries.majesticccg.com. Also, if you want to learn about Heroclix strategies, tactics, and lists from the game's top players, please visit majesticccg.com slash apex insiders. Lastly, if you're looking for Heroclix singles, please visit our eBay stores at stores.ebay.com slash majesticsheroclix and stores.ebay.com slash clickscollective. All the links for everything I just talked about is below in the description. And again... My name is Jeff, and today I'm joined by Clay Wood. Later on, we'll be joined by Patrick Booth. Uh, long time no see, buddy. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. Glad you made it home safe. Yeah, and I, I, I think you probably had the harder recovery time, despite my long trek home. Because it was, I was prepping like the week before. Like I was on my feet pretty much the whole time moving around like i was asking i was talking with quinn earlier and i was like i'm wondering if i wanted to play for three days and like sit down and like mentally stretch myself or like mentally stretch myself and be on my feet all day i'm like hmm which one sounds more fun right i do enjoy hosting though so i uh, i still think i take one in the event yeah you probably got a lot more exercise than i did <laughs> <laughs> I, I i did a marathon of sitting <laughs> I, cl- I closed i closed a couple rings <laughs> so yeah dude again thank you so much for coming up i appreciate uh the support as always and uh thanks for putting this all together you're the one who deserves the, the thanks. Oh, thank you thank you uh you got fifth place in our um main event right yeah i, I feel i think i actually might be the the only person who placed in all no i guess kevin kevin also placed in all mm-hmm. three of the, the events so we are the we are the best of the of the losers because we there we could go. not pull it out but we managed to be mediocre consistently <laughs> well and well you, you were the runner up in the pulp too which was was a tough field like it was it was as competitive as the main event i felt like it was people brought some heat like they were coming for it so yeah, no, that was really good. I had a lot of fun with that. I, you know, I, I, yeah, as you listen to the previous podcast, you know how excited I was about that event. So, oh no, it, was, yeah, it, was I, it did not leave me wanting. It was great, great competition, awesome teams, a variety of different tactics, uh, and you know, and, uh, and, and a really great turnout. I think we had sixteen, right? Um, for which? For the for the pulp. So Pulp was 16 players, yeah. So I, Which, people were building teams the last minute. They were really excited about it. It was cool. No, and like they did well. Like they weren't planning on playing, and they're like, oh, I'm just going to buy my team. And, and we, I don't know if we're going to talk about it much here, but we also, there was the Avengers 3v3 crossover, which was awesome. Yes. It might I, have been my favorite event of the weekend. <laughs> I was lucky enough to play in that. So yeah, I'm glad you got to play. I'll take it. Yeah, no, like it was all like a last minute we'll throw in, but we'll get into it in a bit. Um, so we'll just kind of let me share my screen. Oh, are we there yet? We're not there yet. Where did it go? There it is. Actually, the 3v3 video is up right now. <clears throat> let me share the screen. Let me 
You can see it, yeah? Yeah. Cool. So this is us uh, at the 3v3. Uh, we're all opening boosters. Uh, so I got lucky to be on a team with Richard and uh, Pat Yapoko. So we opened ours on stream. You guys can go to our YouTube page and check out the live video of that. Uh, Ryder got to play. Those are my local guys. Ryder actually went undefeated in uh, the 3v3. He went 3-0. Wow. Which his team lost. Oh. Now, to, to, for those who can't see the video or didn't and don't remember what the, the format involved, it's six different boosters of Avengers sets throughout the ages, going all the way back to the, what is it, like 2008 or 2009 Avengers set? Yeah, here they are. Um, so they, Oh, Avengers, great. That's, there's the picture, yeah. Avengers War of Realms, Avengers Defenders War, Avengers 60th, Avengers Forever, and Avengers Infinity. And it's it it was it was pretty awesome. So now, Jeff, you you guys pulled amazing, pulled mediocre, <laughs> pulled okay. You pulled five super rares. Like they we pulled, just didn't happen right. to be the five super rares you wanted. So rarity wise, <laughs> we pulled well above average, correct? But the figures did not hold up to like Quasar from AI, right? He's a super rare. No, he's not doing nothing. <laughs> he's expensive garbage, um, point cost wise. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I got lucky. I got an absorbing man. I got a prob figure. Uh, man thing. Is, um, what's his name? Leader and uh, man thing from Avengers Defenders War. Who's still so, not, who's not at all a bad figure. Little expensive, but not a bad figure. In Sealed, he did some work because oh. people would hit him to a stop click with that 19 Whoops. and be <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> and then they're just getting psych blasted. They're like, well, I'm based. And I'm like, well, he's a giant and he's shooting you for four damage, psych pin. He, they're like, oh. So I went, I went two and one. Um, I lost to a writer. And his Century Prime. He had amazing. <laughs> so, like, I did pretty good on Century Prime, and I got him down pretty low. And I wasn't able to continue the attacks on him because I had to focus my damage on his backline while his main attacker was down. He hit me a couple times, supported up, or uh, steel energy up, and I wasn't able to catch up after that. <sighs> So I was, we were all bees too, by the way. And uh -huh. I was very fortunate that I did not have to play you or Ryder because I think you two were the strongest of the bees uh, in yeah. terms of your polls, your team. No, we definitely had the two beat sticky teams. Yeah, it I was think definitely the strongest team of the day was probably Roland's team. Oh he, my God. His synergy team. was crazy, right? He was in um, A spot. Yeah, he was the A. Yes, I think he was in the A spot. Uh, <laughs> Iron Inquisitor, Chase, mm -hmm. Crimson Dynamo, uh, Abomination. I kept looking at it going, like, how do you fit all this on one team? I couldn't, but I, I wish we had it written down, but it was yeah, it was awful to play against. Uh, yeah, so. it was. I remember Richard um, played against it, and it was it was rough. He was close, but it was rough. And uh, they ended up going on and winning the whole thing. Yeah. But as a positive note, I did beat Nick on their team. <laughs> Handedly. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I so, stopped twice. 
<laughs> like Poor I think Brolin also went undefeated in pulp. I mean, yeah. not in pulp. Excuse me, the three v three. Booth, I think, went two and one. Yeah, Pretty sure Nick lost to, every the, single. The, the finals was my my team versus their team, and you know, and uh, yeah, I I won my game. Roland won his game, and then it came down to Kevin versus Patrick, and it was very close. Booth pulled it out. There yeah. You go. Yeah, he played very well this weekend too. He had some. It was a tough field. All right, let's see what other pitchers from the 3v3 we have here. Uh, oh, here we go. So here's first round. This is like first round. There's you uh, playing the Cotes and uh, Caleb. Caleb. Skate me for a second, Caleb. Uh, there's the SoCal guys with Craig. Got the Vegas Team Vegas on the left. Nick looks so happy now. It must be first round. <laughs> Yep, it is because I'm playing writer. Uh, Mr. Patrick Yapoko sighted in there in the back. Uh, there we are. Yep. Very cool. It was good teammates. And we're back to here. So, yeah, that was fun. Um, and then this looks like some more. Uh, this looks like the main event. So scroll through the pictures and then we'll go through the, the listings or the teams. Uh, what round did you play, Anthony? Uh, in the main event, yeah, I think that was round three. Okay, nice. Was it four? Maybe it was four. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I think it was four because I played, um, got first round by second round was uh, Ryder, yeah, third you round was Ryder. Richard, fourth round was Anthony, yeah, nice. fifth round was Nick. There's Richard and Kevin on stream. Or maybe fifth round, wasn't it? Yeah. I played Nick at some point. Nice. No, it was, I like I, that. it was Nick. I like that view. That's a good bird's eye view. Oh, that is good. How did you get that shot? Uh, I went upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, you know, uh, behind all those books, there's like a little upstairs area. Oh, I didn't know that at all. Huh. Well, I'll take that as a good thing. All righty. Let's look at 2023 majestics 2k invitational winning team with his wendigo bomb uh again congratulations to anthony barragon two years in a row like without without a sweat he just took him down dude his team is great (laughs) um i remember playing it i playing a shell of it in vegas and he upgraded it um Oh my God, it's so good. Um, yeah. yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not surprised he won. His team's so well put together, and and really unlike anything else that anybody else played too. No, no, it's very unique, um, and it's just so hard to get in on. Like, it's so hard to stop him from getting in on you. Excuse me. Um, like he he gets through no matter what because the tri sentinel get through all your blocking. Um, Wendigos get so many free attacks. Blackheart's pulse waving you to turn anything off. Like it's it's wild. Yeah, like, he's like a surgeon just taking your team apart. I you know so we talked about this team uh, or his his previous incarnation of it like probably a couple months ago, and I wasn't at that event. And so when I had to fight it, he definitely had a lot of tricks that I was not expecting. You had mentioned something about Amit's tomb, and that now that never came into play. What okay. what did? Um, and, and that I did not expect was that, like, 
it's not it's not the the Wendigos that, in my opinion, were so terrifying. It's it's the double pulse wave with knockback that he doesn't care about pulse waving his own team because everybody else around him is on a stop click or and, and you know I the only person who he can hit is like Scott Porter. And, and and so I thought the this, the brilliance of just having tons of pulse wave that doesn't affect anybody, like was just great. And I I can't help but feel like there might be an interesting modern variant. And I'm just trying to figure this out. It's not going to be quite as potent. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> carnage. It, oh. If you could find a legacy, a bunch of legacy carnages, you might be able to do something interesting there. I think I have like four. <laughs> So we, there you go, Jeff. Uh, All right, Carnage Bomb, let's go. Yeah. But they just—they can't, uh, can't attack afterwards, actually. They—I thought uh, they do not have the. Um, they, can't, they can't. Oh, do they have to heal up? They only heal when they when they do the um, retail. But they don't retail. have the colossal indifference, right? They do not have it. Yeah, Surter. Oh no, Surter's not modern legal He's anymore. He modern. rotated. They're also only 10 points, too. So Sad that's, bear. But they have a much lower defense. I don't know if it's it would work quite as well. It's just, I think it's something interesting to think about. Um, I like it. We'll test it. Sounds fun. Uh, but yeah, dude, he killed it. Like, he made use of every figure. Everything is on here for a specific reason. Um, dude, it, very yeah, impressive. Very, very well. All right. Ray Bikim more. Uh, yeah, just another great example of a team that's really significantly upgraded from its previous incarnation. Yes. Uh, I played Ray a month ago, and he had a different version of this team that had uh, it did not have Sakari and Iron Man, but it instead had uh, uh, Sky, Sky Tyrant. And you know, so you're trading in. You know, they both do a ton of damage, but you're trading in like a very, very squishy figure for somebody who's extremely hard to kill. Yes. And so now his whole team is really, really, really beefy. And and it's much more difficult to just like, you know, ignore his souped out APOC and find something else to kill. Um, he, you know, I, I did not play him this weekend, but he did a great job. I, I, I watched a few of his games and he really played this. Uh, with an expert's precision that I definitely think was a market improvement from from what I had seen uh, a month ago. Yeah, Ray's uh, really grown this past year in the series. And uh, he didn't qualify, I believe, until this Friday, the Friday before. I think that's right, yeah. Uh, and he's been grinding it out all season, coming up with different builds and stuff, like figuring out what works and doesn't and what can be played and what can't. Um, and he he did he a so far. He he you know his game against Anthony, which I think you've recorded, is very interesting. But mm-hmm. honestly, the the one that that I thought was the best was playing Caleb in the top four, which was not recorded, unfortunately. Oh yeah. Oh my God! This <laughs> this the game came down to uh, Caleb going last, counted out all the points that he needed to win. And started methodically taking apart, you know, Ray uh, Ray's last few pieces, pulse wave only pulse to, wave. to 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 do a pulse wave, 
with his Scott Porter that rolled so high that it hit APOC and knocked APOC onto a stop click, which removed the ring. Mm-hmm. And after and, and and Caleb did not count recount his points until afterwards, and it ended up being a straight up tie. It was like 135. And then, and then Ray won right? the roll off. It was oh, it was a it was a game and a half to watch. Oh, Dude, so. I remember like it was, it was very interesting Caleb do that because I came in at the end and because I was like, all right, whose turn? What's going on? Like someone with the rounds could done. And Ray's like, all right, I got one more action. Does this thing. Caleb's like, all right, my turn. Let's count points. I was like, all right, I know what he's thinking. He's like, I need to beat this guy. Like, what can I do to do it? How do I go about it? Count, Like you said, he counts everything out. And like a surgeon, he just starts taking apart race team because they're all like intertwined with each other like yeah. he's getting knockback damage to ko things like sidestepping so he can drop yellow boots to knock people back like it was it was great it was very enjoyable to watch so i actually give ray like a huge amount of credit to have the presence of mind to n- remember that that scott porter killed his own equipment yeah. like it, it's very easy after two slog days you know, two long days of slogging through this to be able to remember that, to, you know, like, and that, that did it for him. So yeah, really, really good. remembering is a skill. It is. That's it'll, for sure. It'll win you games. I remember all my stuff, you know, about the one to two days later, usually in the middle of the night. Wake up. <laughs> oh, why did I do that? Yeah. That's... And then you're awake for like three hours. You're like, fuck. Uh, Ray did win like three roll offs so like there was he won a 30 point roll off like round one or something right round two 30 30 then in the finals i think the first one was recorded was a zero zero roll off against him and brian oh my god <clears throat> and then he won the roll off with caleb there might have been a fourth one but i know those three for sure that's awesome Live and die by the dice. Let's uh, let's talk about Caleb's team. Scientist theme. I like it. Like this is a very well thought out team, uh, very methodical, and he knows exactly what he's doing with this team. It's a it's a defense shell that can be very offensive. Uh, let's see. So he's got Sakar and Iron Man. It's been a he's definitely made a comeback in bronze. I feel like like I feel like he fell off. After a little yeah. got done using him, and then he's it's been this huge resurgence. Of... You know what it is is uh, Paul a month ago reminded yeah. everybody that he existed, and and more so that he could be played with WWE powers, which and you saw yeah, a few of that. So <clears throat> yeah, there, that's that's the new trick. If you're playing Saki, you're playing five sideline figures. Yep. Uh, let's see. Demon in armor, which is a nice uh, defensive shell that doesn't let you modify your attack, or doesn't let you positively modify or replace their attack value uh, within range. So, so this is a pretty similar. This is pretty similar to what Caleb played over the summer. I think it may be at Worlds, Worlds and stuff, Canadian Nationals, right? Yeah, when a lot of this stuff was, uh, you know, still legal, minus the Scott Porters, of course, and so he made a few modifications. But you can tell that he's been playing this for a while because he played it very, very well. Um, you know, it's one of these teams that I'll be honest, I looked at it and I'm like, okay, you know, there's some scientist stuff. It doesn't seem like the defense is that high. 
I think what now I didn't play him, but having watched him and spoken with others who did, what what was noted was like how good he was at just locking people down with the barrier, putting yeah. barrier down, pulse wave, knock you back into it, uh, putting down the stop signs and burying around you and not and trapping you, and then just like waiting for his moment and and just you know dismantling you. And he has so much barrier because he's got a green ring. On Teen Lantern, he's got Molecule Man, he's got the yellow ring on Scott Porter, and so he just has tons to work with. And you know, I yeah. think when when he gets you in his trap, you're kind of just stuck. Um, yeah, I like so. that locking people down so they can't move out of the barrier is very smart. That's a trick I've used a couple of times. Yeah, got to look for those indoor maps. I guess it, you don't have to anymore with the stop sign, but before. Uh, yeah, dude. And again, thank you, Caleb, for coming out. Appreciate it very much. You were a great company. Um, he even came out, uh, when he flew in that day, he came out and met us for dinner that for on Thursday night. So that was really cool. Yeah. All right. Kevin. I, I did. I just updated it. So if you refresh uh, Kevin's last name will show up here. I don't know what happened earlier. I think I'm supposed to say Mr. Magoo. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Ghost Rider with the Heroes for Hire ATA. Just want to make a PSA. There's been a run on Heroes for Hire <laughs> uh, where you just get vanilla attacks. So you cannot pulse wave with Heroes for Hire. Just PSA. Several so knows. Uh, Richard's not going to forget that. I don't think anyone's going to forget that. <laughs> Uh, so yes, Ghost Rider, uh, the famous one we've all been playing, uh, again with Spectral, which is nice because you get the Precision Strike if you want to unequip someone. Heroes for Hire, he gets a free attack. You got a Rack Knight with a Soul Sword that's just probably not going to die. Uh, low points, of course, still hard to kill. Uh, New War, War oh, Wheels of Vengeance, Blackheart. Uh, too good, man. Like I, when I, I'll be honest, when I first looked at him, I wasn't I wasn't hyped on him because I really liked the old Blackheart. Like I played him a lot, um, but this guy is, is I was very wrong about. He is very good. He's the uh, best TKer in the game right now. Who doesn't? Particularly who does not have. <laughs> yes. Uh, personal fave Chainsaw Wonder Woman with golden armor. Uh, if you're playing Chainsaw Wonder Woman, you need to play the Golden Armor. Like that's just, yeah, you got to. And then Porter, 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 with the usual BS. Um, actually, I think, I think White Shirt game. Porter was on every single one of these teams. Yeah, right. Yeah, Anthony had him. Ray had so, him. Caleb had him. Kevin Freeze. Yeah. We will finish when we go uh, see that red button in the middle of the screen. Uh, in, Nope, the other red button. Uh, uh, oh, there you go. So that actually will tell you the meta for the event. We can want me to, talk want me to click it now. Teams will go back and talk. Okay. About um, I don't know if any of anyone else besides me has noticed, but I do like how you added the the one ATA slot. Yeah, I, I it it made more sense. I do need to like, you know, indicate how many points it's taking. Up. I don't know why that's not happening, but well, because it's over here on the figures. No, it's, I took it off. Oh, it is on the figures. Sorry. Oh, you're yeah. right. Yes, never mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did it right. Look at that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all in oh. bug with the build sheet, so it didn't uh, appropriately attribute Heroes for Hire on the build sheet. 
to Scott Porter. So I also noticed that when I printed out or when I sent over writer's build sheet, the last ATA on Porter didn't transfer over. That was that. It's the ATA. That's exactly okay. the same. that's exactly what I'm saying. Yep. So, yeah. All fixed. Nope, not okay. yet. Okay, we're working on it. We're working on some other stuff. It's all good. All right, fifth place, Clay Wood. Uh, did you okay. change anything? Yeah, I made a really massive change. I changed uh, my Pentacles card from Hypersonic to the King of Pentacles. So the, the Hypersonic one is if you use Hypersonic and you hit, you can remove an action token from yourself. And so I changed it to when the character is given a move action after removing after action. After resolutions, remove an action token from yourself. So I made I made almost no change whatsoever. Um, Did you notice a difference in the gameplay or how things went with that with that one change? It didn't make much of a difference. No. Okay. No. No, I, I'm just totally being uh, facetious. The the team worked really well. I was being lazy. I didn't want to think of you know. I actually thought I didn't want to come up with something new, and I. Um, you know, it worked very well the first day. Um, you know, I'd love to, I really was hoping I'd play Anthony again. Cause I, now I knew what his team was going to do. I was hoping to, uh, you know, give it one more shot. Cause our game was pretty close. Yeah. Um, so, but Kevin knocked me out. He needed a nine through prob and managed to, to do it. The last, last action. So. Dude, that's crazy. And uh, you didn't get very many turns there, did you? Nope, got about a turn and a half. Oh, Kevin, <laughs> come on, dude, do better. All right, but yes, again, another solid, solid performance, Clay. Good job, bud. All right, let's look at Brian Wazowski. Let's ride. <laughs> so, this is definitely, I want to say, one of the more interesting ones of the top eight, because uh, Lilith. Like we all kind of I think look past her. It's a little similar to yours, the Ghost Rider, the uh, MOE chases Porter and the Kale. But this Lilith figure, uh, pretty solid. She has like a port across the map too, which is pretty cool. So place Lilith adjacent to another friendly character that shares a keyboard with her. So that's free. So you can go boom, zoom across the map, and then once per game, choose a character with a monster keyword on your sideline. Uh, if that character's point value is less than the total points of all characters KO uh, generated on a starting click, your opponent scores it now. So that's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like this. Uh, you know, I think the big key pulling Kraglin off there is yeah. it allows him to keep mystical theme. Yes. Um, and that allows him to use the heroes for higher, higher ATA. Uh Lilith is great, you know. The I think my only issue with this is it's she can't carry anybody, so he's got to go. He's got to switch it over to uh, Kid Thanos mm-hmm. to do the carrying. And Kid Thanos is pretty squishy; can be a liability if you have to. Eat her. You get eat or something. Just someone can see through characters. He's going down real quick. He does have a stop click, right? I think he does. He yep. does have a stop click. But, but, but you know, with like Necrosword, yeah, knockbacks, knockbacks everywhere, right? Or that stop click. 
Oof. All right, but yeah, good job, Brian. Tops uh, made sixth place. A solid performance. Yeah, it's a great team. Yeah, he always has very interesting teams. All right, Brandon Weber, uh, one of my local boys. Uh, camo, camo, chomp, chomp. Um, he's been playing. He played this at two. This is the second event he's played it at. Um, he was very close to beating Anthony. It was like one point. There's one point difference in their score. In, in the, the five, in the first five, day, five points, five points. Um, no, on the top eight. Oh, he really? Top oh. eight. Um, wow, it, it, this team's great. Um, you know, as we talked about last time, he actually really beat me, and we miscalculated the the points, or we didn't play apocalypse right, and so yeah. uh, I did not, I, or I had the fortune of not having to play him again. So he did not get to exact his revenge, but uh, it's a great team. There's no doubt about it. I'm I'm very happy that I dodged a bullet and didn't have to play him. Uh, I love that he's. It's something that's very unconventional. I think he's the only camo player. Yeah, um, uh, Alyssa played camo. Oh, she did. Okay, but she didn't do well. Well, uh, Brandon's been practicing this. I, mean, <laughs> I think it's fair to say that he had a little more practice yeah. than Alyssa. I believe her comment was, I should have played the animals. <laughs> so, again, congratulations, Brandon. Uh, yeah, top eight and invitational, that's that's huge. Like, he, he continues to get better, so that is good. All right, last but not least, um, quad surfers. Dun, dun, we'll dun. We don't need to talk about Nick, do we? No, we're good. Everyone knows about this. Channel. I'm just kidding. I, I, if Patrick, oh, I wasn't. Here, I, I have to. I have to channel. Yeah, <laughs> pretend. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't made any changes. Same team. Um, but he he was eighth seed going into the finals. Uh, he had a three and two record, I believe. Yeah. So the surfers didn't position as well as they have been doing. Um, Ryder ended up going three and. Or one and three, I think, and he dropped and went to go build a pop team. Uh, just because the surfer, everyone had answers to the surfers. Like they've been seeing it. Uh, as I as I kind of warned Ryder before the event, I was like, surfers have been around for a couple months now. They're like well known. I was like, most people are probably gonna have an answer for it. He's like, that's okay. Just gonna have fun. I'm like, all right. So he went. He did his thing. He got first round. He decimated matthew uh 300 like nothing or i think he got 75 he got a surfer but like it, it was over well before the, the round was done and he was walking around and then his next three matches he did not do well just he played you yeah you had an answer for him uh it, it was like it could have been a game but he made one misplay um where if he just had done the the, the free move and then hypered. I think I think he would have had a few shots on you. Yeah. And if he hit some things, it would have been would have been a game. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's it. They need to hit. And if they can't hit, they're kinda just left to die very quickly. Yeah. You know, and uh I you know I think the same thing happened with Nick when I played him because I played both Carnage Surfer teams that first day. That's fun, and, isn't it? Yeah, you know <laughs> They both missed their opening salvo. Uh, I mean, in Nick's case, he actually hit, and then I managed to. Uh, I I think I got out of it through King Killmonger, mm. and yeah, you know, it's like he, most of his team 
on a two by two platform. Pull the rug right out, and they all drop down and get ten attack. Like for as for as much as you talk about the elevation trick, he should have known better. Because like you talk about it a lot, so like I know if there's elevation around, I'm gonna I know what you're doing. So like. You know, I, what I also talk about is how we on the West Coast don't play the elevation, play the the terrain markers as effectively in other no. as other locations. We don't. And like I know you look do, at some of the online guys; they're very, very good at it. We are not. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to channel them, uh, but the reality is, I'm I'm not nearly as good as like others, like uh, you know George and. Um, even Jackson, who plays a lot online, wasn't wasn't here, but he plays a lot online, and you know, it's, it's mostly those East Coast guys that play online. Uh, I don't know if you saw as well. Like Paul plays a lot online, and in fact, just won the crazy Bradcast tournament. So, oh, that's very cool! Congratulations, yeah. Paul! Very nice. He's very uh, good. At what part. was the format for that? Oh my God! It's the coolest format ever. Basically, it was modern, but. And it was something like 13 weeks. And every week, whoever won, all of their game elements were added to the ban list for the rest of the tournament. Oh, wow. So by you can imagine by week 12, 13, there's not a whole lot left. <laughs> Jeez. Like, so yeah. averaging, you're losing like five to eight figures a week. Oh, at least, right? Because I think it includes... I think it includes sideline and everything. So sideline was probably gone like week one. Oh week yeah, I mean it's 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 you know halfway through the tournament they're playing pulp teams, <laughs> but it, it really forced people to be creative. Um, all nice, of those very cool. those, those lists are up on on HC units and really interesting to take a look. I'm sure there are. I wouldn't be surprised if there were some uh, you know some interesting teams that came up that. You know, do not make the you know top of mind meta for, for modern, but may still very well be real contenders. So do you have a list of what figures are banned under those formats? I don't have that. Uh, Brad Broyles had been, had been maintaining all of that. If there's a way to get that up there, I think that would kind of help people understand the teams a little better. And yeah, I think I think you know I think Brad has it somewhere. I don't know where it is though. It's not on each unit, though. So. Yeah, that'd be cool to look at, though. Well, I think we've we've done enough time talking about other things and staring right, so at the teams. That, uh, red button now, and let's look at the meta. Let's so just make sure we click off specifically next for the tournament itself. Uh, now, there's only eight people playing, but it'll show you that there you go. Scott Porter, white shirt on every single one of those teams. Uh, his twin, mm-hmm. black shirt scott porter on four of those teams uh, and then it dropped down next we see ghost rider um genesis apoc uh jennifer kale on two blackheart on two saki on two nice. bunch of teams <laughs> then everything goes to one right okay yeah. so there's 29 different figures played amongst eight people which is pretty good it's almost almost I'd say four figures per person that are different. Um, yeah, so 
what do you think about Scott? Everyone playing two seventy five clicks, and half the people playing two hundred fifty point clicks. <laughs> I I think WizKids needs to errata Scott Porter, to be quite honest. And I actually mm-hmm. think it's a pretty simple errata. <clears throat> I think it's. I think all it is. Uh, the only thing that needs to change is it needs to say. Uh, during, um, you know, during the check for theme teams, Scott Porter gains all keywords to make it consistent with the second Scott Porter. Because I think what makes him stand out far and away is mm-hmm. basically getting a free ring and, you know, sure. all the constructs that come with it. Um, you know, his, his, his knockback pulse wave doesn't target friendlies is extremely potent Mm -hmm. um it probably also could deserve a look but it's really the it's the fact that like he's just getting free equipment that really makes him a a, you know i think a a problem and 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 he's the reason that's the reason why everybody's playing and no and they've recently started to put the ata on him but no one has done a deep dive into the ATAs just to get one on him and then wildcard it. Yeah. Because there's plenty of things out there that would wreck a lot of teams. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, like I've, I've done some dives and I've looked at some things when in testings, like I was looking for counters to the surfer and I found a pretty good silver bullet. Um, and I used it against Ryder and he couldn't do anything. Yeah. You know, one of my favorites is justice league dark. Everybody, yeah, everybody the on your, you know, your opposing the opposing team gets minus two to their range, and you know how that becomes very interesting is pulse wave is not a locked value of four any longer. No, it would your all the pulse waves would go down to two if they're not targeting somebody or you know a couple characters who have that. You know what happens to a Carnage Silver Surfer when it hypersonics? How much range oh, does God. it have? One. Yep. Yeah, I I tested that against Ryder and he couldn't. Oh, that's good. So the only saving grace he had that was different uh, was he had the Ion with the plus one in range, uh, and we had one perplex, and then he also had uh, the Necro Sword, which gave him two range. Oh man, that's good. Yeah, so, it's been a while since I did a a run through all the ATAs. I have to take a look. I go through every couple months just to keep refreshed because I forget sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's there. Yeah, they Justice League Dark was was the silver bullet to the surfers because it gives them one range hypersonic. And like, oh, that's great! I hadn't thought of that at all. What fun. do they do? What do you do? Yeah, punch. You get maybe one hit because all your other perplexes are going in to getting you over there. Yeah, yeah. Reduces your range by a lot. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, right. Let's. How about let's move on to pulp? Are we ready? So, one more question one more, to pose right. to you, sir. Uh, if you had to get rid of one of the porters, would it be white shirt or black shirt? I mean, I think white shirts, you know, from a from a perspective of like it being overplayed because it's probably broken. It's you know, it's white shirt Scott Porter. Yeah. Like so. All right. So take into consideration the community rerolls anywhere on the map. And then defense shells have become very popular. Black shirt porter is going to be a huge help 
to those defend shells. And that's white shirt. That's fair. I, I'm just countering your argument. Um, and if you do happen to take away white shirt at the moment, you're losing that plus one attack. Well, you're not going to get the plus one attack either way with demon and armor or kale there. So it doesn't matter. But yeah, like black shirt also has its own set of issues. Like white is blaring you in the face because it's on every single team, right? Everyone's playing 275 point clicks and the other half is playing 250. So uh, I, I feel like something needs to be done about Scott, hundred percent. Like it's, it has become very stagnant in what you're seeing. Like, all right, you got a Scott Porter, cool. Like, I don't know. Well, it's you know what's funny, Jeff, is that there was a brief period, you know, I guess at the start of tw- or the first half of 2023, mm-hmm. where they killed the theme team bonus, hundred percent. And, you know, saying that it, it's too powerful for Alpha Strikes. Yeah. Uh, and then it's basically been brought back with Scott Porter. Uh, 100%. 100%. worse. Uh, and then you get plus one attack and damage. You yeah. get plus one to your defense. Like, you know, like, I, I think the reason why, Lexus. like, WizKids hasn't addressed it is because there haven't been any major tournaments outside of this since no. Worlds nothing and they are and and to be honest they're just not paying attention to what's going on out on the west coast which is too bad but well they also sold all these figures yeah how mad is everyone going to be if they hit an errata i think you can make i think you can errata them like i said like i mentioned the my suggestion and i think they're still very very playable Mm -hmm. and uh but you know not quite as bad like um, if the community tokens needed line of fire, that's not so bad, because you got to put them out there. Um, yeah. Plus one to defense, like that's fine, right? Uh, for twenty five points, it's pretty good. If you're next to somebody, like, uh, and then just the plus one attack and damage. If you're, if, of course, if you're from the same set, uh, which can I be think done. it's constructs. I think that's the issue. There's such a big. It's 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 basically it's a it's a it's such a big toolkit that gives you answers to so many different things. The free barrier for for free, yeah. free access to barrier. Yeah, uh, like yeah. like you said, the the knockback from the boot. Yeah, the hydrant. Well, the hydrant's almost a saving grace because there's so much other barrier across this on the other side of the table. So that may be. Yeah, maybe yeah. okay. Getting all of that for free. I mean, it's that's. You know that's that that's the problem is he's basically like a twenty five point Swiss Army knife because of the yeah fifteen point Swiss Army knife yeah yeah all right so uh, keep an eye out for what happens to Scott Porter <laughs> thing things may transpire we'll see but yeah that's that's a lot of Scott Porter man like <sighs> all right just shake my head at it all right pulp. So that so like as you guys know, I'm not a huge pulp guy, uh, but this the bronze pulp has definitely piqued my interest. Uh, there is some cool <laughs> stuff, cool stuff, and some degenerate stuff going on. Uh, again, congratulations to Richard Medina. Yeah, thank, thank you. Actually, let's pause real fast. I want to fill up my water cup. Is that okay, Clay? Sure, I'll oh, talk while you go do that. I'll be right back. Uh, one of the funny things I think that happened over the weekend. So I drove up with Richard. And he, and Richard did not manage to make the the top eight cut from the first day, 
And so he was feeling pretty bummed and he was actually ready to just like jump in a car with Alyssa and drive home back to LA. And I convinced him like, dude, stick around, play pulp. You have a good team. You, you have, a, you have a, a real chance of actually like winning this thing. And he hemmed and hawed and eventually decided to actually go and, and play the tournament. And boom, there he goes, winning every single game, going completely undefeated, seven games in pulp due to his Thunderbolt Ross team. Um, so I'm very glad that he decided to stick it out and, and actually play because uh, I think it, 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 it was worth his time. Um, I, you know, I think in the podcast in the bro- uh, from a few weeks few weeks ago, certainly General Thunderbolt Ross was a figure that uh, was mentioned. Um, you know, I know he's a favorite of a few people. Uh, Richard did a hell of a good job buffing him up. Uh, you know, playing Nathaniel yeah. Richards to give him psychic to penetrating psychic blast. Uh, Spiderling, who probably was one of the more surprise figures of the of the weekend, um, you know, I think I bet Spiderling was on at least three teams, if I remember correctly, and you know, and the synergy that you get with the die roll manipulation between her and Orb and Mister Sinister, uh, you know. <laughs> Richard was, and with I think three prop controls on this team, Richard was basically trying to alpha strike with uh, Thunderbolt Ross, doing penetrating damage, manipulating the dice into rolling a critical hit. And uh, it was <laughs> pretty awful when that happens. <laughs> yeah, he, he did some work. That was too good. And it's hard to get to his team, and and even if you do get there, he's got Orb and Necron just waiting, waiting for you. And things are healing up as he's popping them with on the as you're way over. Yep. So. Yeah, there you go. Good job, Richard. See, I knew Richard was gonna was gonna do a good showing. And uh, this Star Lord ship was his map to go to. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a good map. Great for for that Thunderball Ross. And my other pick, the beefy bystanders. Yeah, Medusa, Poison Ivy. Very nice. Yeah. What, so I would have liked to see a Teakle over here, but it's okay, Clay. You know, Teakle is just a little too expensive. Um, He's what, 70 points? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Poison Ivy is just so much stronger. Medusa's still amazing, even she after is. all these years. And, you know, the trick. With this team uh, is, of course, Aaliyah Gregor gives all plus one combat values to all bystanders within five squares. And Poison Ivy creates bystanders. Medusa has a bystander that's autonomous. Uh, Overdrive itself is a bystander, gets plus one combat values. And then Mary Jane Watson also can spit out up to three bystanders. And so your little... Uh, paparazzi, which are normally 10 attack, zero damage, can be buffed all the way up to, uh, you know, 12, 11 attack, three damage because of the, the powers. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing about this team that, that I really liked is you have, like, there is so much autonomous. 
you could potentially have three autonomous bystanders, a living hare, and um, who else is there? Mary Jane. And, and Mary Jane herself. So you have you could have five autonomous actions on top of your four main force actions. Uh, you know, it just you, there, you just have so much damage output. Um, yeah, I guess the the other little things I threw in there. General Lane, I know he was mentioned a, a, a few weeks ago as well. He gives everybody mm -hmm. a wit. So uh, you have a very very large team with all those bystanders, and half of your anybody who has a point value basically has a wit. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so uh, that's that's always good. Uh, you know, and then on top of that, the big thing though, I think, you know, giving out wit to Necron is extremely powerful because he himself can't is so hard to block his line of fire, very long range, and his cosmic energy, so he you know, can't turn it off. Um, and then, um, and then enhancement as well. Um, nice. So he's a solid piece. Uh, yeah. No. Very good. Very good. Very good synergy. Very well thought out. I like it. Nice. All right. Uh, third place, we had Rolling Wellington, the original Sin. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got Blackheart, Falcon, Orb, Red Widow, Sinister, Spiderling, Magic. Um, so, so the interesting thing here, uh, you know, so Roland was very excited about this event. Um, you know, he, he had been playing a, a pulp team for a while. He's played Pulp a lot in, in Vegas, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. The really clever thing that he did that I was not expecting was use the use of magic. So he would move, he would move up uh, with the free place with Blackheart, carrying orb and magic, allow orb to sit there for the you know running shot, energy explosion. He was hoping for uh, a one, which he then could or uh, you know, to give him a critical hit, or if, if he didn't, if that didn't happen, then he would use Spiderling to give him one mm -hmm. and turn it into a crit energy explosion. But then what was great was he used magic can carry up to four characters that share a keyword. And so he was using magic to run back and had this great little yo-yo uh, going on. So he'd run out, shoot you, and then run back where you couldn't get him. And uh, Very true. So you didn't have incredible... Uh, you know, range. He's gonna, he's gonna get you. And I think he did very, very well. Um, even our game, when I did finally manage to best him, it was pretty close. It basically came down to him hitting a. He needed, he needed a seven or higher with a pulse wave, and he missed it. Close. Crazy, but yes, Roland is is the pulp guy. So if you guys have any questions, message him. Because that's all he talks about is pulp, pulp, pulp. Uh, all right, let's see. I think this is other than the if I looks like other than the sideline and maybe the maps. This it's is modern. modern. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he's like I played my modern team, wanted to see how it would do, and uh, it was the Bronze Age elements that got him. It was your bystanders and uh, <laughs> and Richard's uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. All right, Patrick Booth. Uh, some more so, uh, bystandardy yeah. things. Uh, you know, it's kind of a mix of everything, right? He's got yeah. he has boy, a, a bystander with poison ivy, but I think the real thing he's just got 
she's got manifold who can carry poison ivy around, make her uh, give her combat reflexes, make her harder to hit. Um, and with very long uh, transport range, she's got Falcon who shares a keyword with Red Widow and move through her and place her afterwards. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and then Doctor Strange is just kind of warping around doing his free TK uh, and pumping people with the flex and hopefully getting some of uh, his associates with enhancement up there. Uh, you know, just a very, another, another well-constructed modern team. I like it. All right, Craig Landers, the dice never die. Uh, another kind of Shelly team with uh, Sinister. Has Sinister been on all? Sinister was. I did not play Sinister. Patrick did not play Sinister. Okay. Uh, even Richard did not play Sinister. But Sinister was definitely out there. Richard did play Sinister. Oh, Richard did play him. Sorry. Richard, yeah. Roland, and Craig. So we got yeah. three out of the, the top five here. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, and what I liked was the Punisher combo. Uh, very fun rocket laundering people. Oh, sidelines not here. Yeah, he had the uh, the rocket launcher Punisher on the sideline, so that's always fun. Sinister Spiderling combo. This was his taxi, if I remember correctly. Uh, you met choose a friendly character adjacent to the square he moved through. Uh, if you do place that character adjacent, it can't be given cost at actions this turn. So what he does is he'll move through this Punisher, and then this character can't be given cost at actions this turn, but he'll swap to the other Punisher with a rocket launcher, and then he'll rocket launcher him. <laughs> Similar to how uh, Shatterstar works. Oh, interesting. Okay, because I was going to say I didn't see the Shatterstar. But that makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. No one. Nobody played Shatterstar. Um. And then yeah, he just went hardcore with his dice manipulation. Yeah. Spiderling, Sinister, Adolf. Yeah. It was it was rough. All right. And one other one, another figure with true Bronze Age pieces. Uh, Jonah was a BBW winner. And he's playing Deadshot Party Thor. Superman Blue, which is something I was unfamiliar with, um, has a pretty cool thing. Superman Blue can use Force Blast. Superman Blue and adjacent friendly characters ignore damage dealt by Pulse Wave. Yeah. I, can't be ignored. I'm so thrilled that he played this piece. I This was definitely on my list of, you know, uh, pieces that I would that I was interested in trying to build mm -hmm. a team around. And so I'm, I, I didn't do it. But I'm glad he did. Um, you know, I, I, after I played him, I mentioned to him uh, about Riptide, who can sidestep and get free pulse wave. And so I could very much see Jonah playing that piece in the future. I think that's nice. a really great, nice little combo. Um, but yeah, he would, he just buffed up Deadshot's range. You know, try went for that one shot, and if you and you know one shot, one kill, and if uh, you know, so the the trick here also is Dazzler. That's the so Dazzler gives uh, shield. a couple characters shield, and so you end up with three shield on the team. Deadshot on his target starts with eight range, buffs that to eleven, and so can shoot pretty much. You know, what is that halfway across a map, a big map? Um, and doing a lot of damage with the enhancement, the extra attack and damage from Weasel, 
Uh, he's got two barrier pieces. And then if you do get close, then Party Thor jumps out and starts beating the heck out of you. So awesome. it's, a, it's a good team. Nice. I also like the Weasel. Yeah. Personal I like favorite. That, I, I, I like that, uh, you know, Jonah really leaned into the Bronze Age elements. He did. He did good with that. All right. Um, on to Kevin Afrews. Uh, he went Pulse Wave crazy. Deathstroke had Pulse yeah. Wave. Blue Marvel had Pulse Wave. He just Pulse Wave in a way. Got his taxi here. Yeah, he was having fun. What's up with that? The Robin? I don't know. Was it, was it just leadership? Cheap leadership? Probably just leadership, yeah. 25-point leadership. Can't beat it. Cool. And, oh, no. that Yeah, I think it's just 25-point leadership. Yeah. Right, and scroll, less. Sorry, scroll down. Oh, no. He doesn't have leadership. Yeah, right here. No, it's it's his attack power or his damage power. Also leadership. No, but got, if he plays it, at, oh, sorry, I see what you're saying. Sorry, <laughs> he's got the gray, and he's got <laughs> he's got regular leadership, not the special power. Correct. Sorry. Correct. Yep. My bad. Uh, and then some more alpha bystanders. Oh, we got a lot of figure on this team. Wow. Uh, I yeah, think it's, that, it's interesting. I, I was looking at this. He picked a very different set of of guys. Uh, uh, you know, there's Poison Ivy. I think this is the third Poison Ivy we've seen. Mm-hmm. But he went with the Red Ghost, uh, who can pop out super apes instead. Huh. There's Igor, Mikol. Eleven attacks, not bad. I'll, I'll take it. Super strength. Yeah. I'll take some knockback. That's cool. Yeah. So, so there's so those are those are pretty cool. Um, you know, doing the Aaliyah Gregor to bump them all up plus one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke Thomas uh, gives them like some massive attack bumps. Yeah, this so is are, huge. They, they, have, they have very, very high attack. Um, we've got Manifold, Team Lantern to transport everybody around. Um, I wasn't sure what he was doing with the Cadmus lab scientist other than just to fill holes. I guess empower. Empower, yeah. Okay. Cheap and power. Open up that damage. And battle fear if he needs to. Yeah. So that seems not bad. But yeah, that was solid event. Solid event. Um, I definitely think people definitely got excited about the Bronze Age aspect of the pulp because just a lot of older figures that you that are still good, but you can't necessarily play in regular Bronze Age. Um, so I think I think it might be a thing. I think it might be a thing. Um, let's look at your data. Oh, number one played figure. Look at that, Mr. Sinister. Mr. Sinister, Red Widow, Poison Ivy, Falcon, Orb, Spiderling, all on three teams. Nice. So, yeah, pretty consistent with, I think, what we're seeing elsewhere in the modern pulp meta. I, I, I'll be honest, I think Spiderling... Spiderling is very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. That's that one's pretty new. I'm actually curious to look at the if we look at the meta for pulp. Is she anywhere on there? I don't see her anywhere towards the top. It will uh, it will be very interesting if uh, she makes a showing now. It's out in Florida here in a couple weeks. 
Because her and Orb are... Anybody uh, out, if anybody who's playing in Champion Clicks Open is listening, you get a 400-point team. Because she automatically gain, commits Orb to a critical hit. Yep. Right? At least once, yep. And on top of that, I mean, she's 40 points. She feels a little expensive. She's got that low range, but she does have five clicks. Yeah, five clicks, 40. So. She, so she's five clicks, prob, and 40 points, and a four through six super senses. Yeah. Seems, I think she's worth it for sure. Yeah, 11 attack, three damage. The funny thing is she's probably not the one you're trying to kill, and I think that's what helps her. Mm-hmm. You're going after Orb. You're going after some of these other bigger hitters, and then you realize, oh, actually, you know what? 11 attack, 3 damage, prob. That's actually... And, and then super-duper senses is actually kind of a pain to, to deal with. Five clicks. It's hard to get through that. In it is. You gotta yeah. double tap, or at least. And if she just super senses out, you're like, cool. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah, like, it was fun. Uh, she's been on... She's been on a couple of the teams I was looking at. So I'm glad to see her get some play. Uh, nothing else like super surprising. I think she was definitely the most surprising figure of all, right? Uh, in terms of her popularity, yeah, I think so. <clears throat> uh, what do you think of the Moira, Mister Sinister, Orb combo? I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest, I don't think you need Moira. I think for Orb sure. does that for you, fills that role for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, especially if you're going to play Spiderling, you don't need her. Okay. Yeah. Um, the the thing that I that I still think is really strong that uh, my son won our pulp tournament down here with mm-hmm. is who is not here, interestingly enough, is Blackheart. Hmm. Blackheart. So, in my opinion, Orb's main problem is he just uh, is is when he gets tied up. If you want to deal with Orb, you just you, you just tie him up. He yeah. Loses, he he can't break away automatically, and so you know it's a big gamble to have to break away with him. Uh, he, he if he can't break away and run over elevation, he loses flurry. He can't do his energy explosion. Um. But you know what? And then and similar, you know, similarly, Necron, when he gets to top dial, doesn't have any movement. He's got stealth. Yeah. So how do you solve these move, movement issues? Blackheart. Blackheart. And, Interesting. And also gives you tremendous range with both of them as well. So, uh, you know, Roland, I think, was the only person who played Blackheart in this. Yeah. There was only one in the top eight. And he was not playing Necron, interestingly enough. Hmm. I'm actually surprised Necron is only on two teams. Yeah. 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 Him just like free healing because things die. Like. Yeah. He starts just, off as your prop control, and if you don't kill him, <laughs> he's he will destroy their whole your whole team. Because like, so. dude, so there's so many little figures, right, that just die. So he should be healing up like really quick. If he gets to top dial, and you know, like you're down to 200 points of or 150 points of team. Mm-hmm. Can't beat him. No. So, it's I, hard. I, I it's just, really hard. I think he's probably the best piece. In, yeah, because you got to hit 19 soon and invincible. Like, if you yeah. still have that much damage output and half your team's yeah. gone, probably yeah. not. No way. 
and he's you know he's shooting for twelve. Norris hindering, exploit and psychic blast. Yeah, so if you get in on him, yeah, <sighs> crazy. All right, well, it was a fun event. Uh, let me see if I can find some more pictures. Let's see. This was Pulp. <laughs> this is Pulp, right? Writer loves playing on camera. Like it's so funny because there's some people that are so like against it. They're like, I don't want to play on camera. If I make it to the finals, I understand. But he's like, I'll do it. I'm like, all right, dude, get it. Yeah, That's him and awesome. Booth had a good game. Uh, it was really nice that the sack guys came out. Thank you, thank you. Uh, again, thank you to Team Vegas for coming out. Thank you, Roland, Patrick, Craig, for all helping judge. Uh, Anthony and Nick helped judge the pulp event. So thank you guys for that. Um, thank you, Pat Yapoko, for coming out. It was good to see you. Good to hang out. Oh, there he is. He does exist. <laughs> <laughs> they did. I will say they did keep sneaking over and play Larkana. <laughs> Alyssa's like, I need my card fix. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah, Ryder, Ryder was the last person to qualify. Like the very last person. It came down to the final round of the um last chance qualifier and he's playing one of my other local guys and they were both one and two so whoever won would have ended up qualifying and Ryder pulled, Ryder pulled that one out by like the skin of his teeth That's awesome. and then uh, yeah dude he, he had a blast this weekend he got to hang out with the guys he got to make fun of nick you know it's always a good time so yeah. jeff is it too soon to ask when our next uh next event is going to be um is it, do we have some stuff in the works? So our first Bronze Age event, ICQ, is going to be, uh, should be, I believe Super Bowl is the is the 11th. So I'm thinking it's going to be either this weekend or it should be either the 17th or the 24th. All right. Is what I'm thinking. Uh, and it'll be at Majestic SoCal. Oh, and then oh. we're going to start filling out the calendar for events um like i'm okay not hosting an event until april that shit's exhausting because <laughs> <Yeah, that's like, laughs> i just did what like, a, month, a yeah. month ago right yeah like i'm gonna go play for a bit <laughs> i want to relax um but other than that uh i know the baragons are gonna host another one of course i'll be doing another one um we have a couple spots in las vegas that are interested so it should be another fun-filled year of uh of clicks cool. and bronze wow. age um i talked about talked to caleb about maybe trying to get a bronze age event out there so we'll see what happens um we're gonna ha have to do an episode with caleb because i want to get his perspective of coming out and doing bronze because that's something yeah. <laughs> he's like one of the first people that aren't on the west coast to come out and play our format so i kind of want to get his perspective on things and i think we should get anthony on and uh that sounds great talk about his team so currently there is only two people qualified uh for the invitational and it is anthony and it is richard sounds like a couple of familiar names uh oh here's mr booth to join oh, just us. the time to say goodbye to everybody <laughs> yeah. what <laughs> oh that's so unfortunate oh we man. you know we not having you. you here gosh we were just tearing apart las vegas without you yeah. just yeah. Oh, i mean it, we may it's have to a, edit this one down just because uh the amount of vitriol that we were spewing towards las vegas 
mostly I mean, Nick. That's, mostly that's Nick. Fair. I mean, that's fair. I mean, we, we do cause a lot of hate to occur. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just some people just can't deal with it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I know. It's all that awesomeness. It, yeah. I mean, that's your words, not mine. Uh, <laughs> so did, did I miss anything good tonight? Uh, no, I just covered the teams again. Congratulations for your showing this weekend. You did pretty good, sir. Well, um, and your you team's victory. Yeah, I mean, I think that brought joy to Roland's heart. He really needed that. Good, good. You know, he kind of defrosted, defrosted the, the the captain's heart a bit. You know, there he was go. very excited <laughs> come Sunday. Okay. Uh, you know, you guys just got to keep winning other stuff. Yeah, he, well, he wasn't. He was talking a lot of shit and didn't pull out the pulp win. Uh, I. I didn't get to watch the game, but he did say that somebody got really lucky against him. I'm not going to point out who. Was it Clay? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, based on Clay, uh, th- that person's uh, response and how quickly they lost in the final round, I think he may be right. I wouldn't say I got extremely lucky. <laughs> but, you know? Him. I mean, it is a game yeah. of dice, I suppose. A game of Ad- dice, you know? Ad- adjectives can change, right? Yeah, there, uh, there was, you know, there was some dice, dice that that broke my yeah. way. Didn't break <laughs> his, but I would assume as much. It was a pretty close game. It was fun to play between for the two of us. So. I'm glad you nice. guys had 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 some fun. I know uh, I was experiencing some of those where it's like, oh, you got to roll a nine or a ten, and you got four chances at it, and you roll it. I go, oh, oh, okay. Was that was that Richard? And Richard, yes. But yeah, you know what? I think that was our game, right? Yep. Sometimes that's just the way the dice roll, and that's okay. You know. Yeah, I would say our game. That was the, that was dice. That was <laughs> there was no doubt about it. I beat you solely by rolling stupidly well, and you rolling poorly. You know. It, uh, it, you know. That was kind of like the name of my game. That some of them was just like, "Hey, I need to roll a four or one of the was one of the games. I need to roll a five, and I had three chances at it, and I rolled a four three times or less. So I was like, that's, that's different than the game Roland, where I think Roland, it's like he's, I think he 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 missed one die roll of like seven or higher. Okay, that happens. It's it's worse when it's like, oh yeah, you need you need nine or higher, and you need to do that four times. Yeah, yeah. and they do it. Yeah, you're like you know what you deserve to win, sir. <laughs> Some, sometimes you just go okay. I mean, I I did that with uh, Richard in in the uh, in the semifinals where it was just yep. like all right, and then I just had fun with it. At a certain point, I was just like all right, screw it, we're just gonna have fun. You yep. know, let's just turn this into an entertaining uh, entertaining game at that point. But I do have to say, I am prepared for the next one. That we already have a really good idea coming uh, down the pipe. Nice, for, okay. Next bronze pulp. Uh, it can actually go on either Ooh, modern okay. or pulp. All right. Very cool. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to torturing some people with it. <laughs> Nothing like some good old fashioned torture. Uh, you know, I am a little bit of a sadist, unfortunately. Yeah. I yeah. guess Las Vegas is the new uh, Gitmo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, your word. <laughs> Not mine, buddy. That you know, sounds like a, that sounds like a great title for this episode. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, 
Come on down. We have bars and sadism. Isn't it everything you needed? It it is the city of sin, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, everyone's sin is different. So how did you guys like the weekend? I'm I'm sure, uh, Jeff, you're very happy. Uh, I think everything went pretty smoothly. Uh, I guess I was telling Clay earlier, my only critique was that Saturday went far longer than I anticipated. Um, Just... I felt like Friday went went pretty well. Things didn't go too late. Uh, they were pretty on track. And then um, Sunday things were, were pretty good, especially with the, that last round of finals. Like everything, we were out of there on time, or I think even a little early on Sunday. I think we were out by like 3, 4. Uh, we left by like 4.30, I think. Yeah. And then we ate, and then I went home and I passed out. Uh, that, was, that was terrible Fridays. I don't ever want to go there. Not as bad as B-dubs. All right. So as bad as B-dubs was, like everything I consumed was delicious. Unlike Fridays, the service was lackluster and the food was ass. Huh. I mean, I don't know why you ordered ass, but, you know. I'm just, I'm an ass man. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. All the other food was was great throughout the weekend. Uh, just Fridays on Sunday was. What you went to Fridays? Though. No, did you come? You didn't come with us to B Dubs, did you, Clay? I did not. I just went home and went to bed. Um, I ran out and grabbed to go order from Fridays. Oh, nice! Uh, on Sunday because I needed some food and and I had I just had like a chicken club sandwich and it was fine. So I don't know. You yeah, can't mess I, that one up. <laughs> that's fair. I don't even remember what are, I got the chicken crisper, the whiskey glaze things, and they were they were. I felt like they were too done. Huh. They were. And then what else did I order? I don't remember. You got the dumplings. Oh, I got the fish and the dumplings were tasty. Yeah. Again, uh, probably hard to mess up, right? And then the fish and chips sucked. I know that blue ocean drink I uh, I had. I was like, oh, this is going to be great, right? Who goes will go wrong with curacao and some type of uh, vodka? Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> I, but you I still just, finished it. Yeah, uh, I, I chugged it. I was like, all right, chug mode, done. <laughs> all right. Uh, Clay, were you happy after this weekend? Did you get everything you wanted out of it? I I was, yeah, I, it was great. Um, I think my only issue that wasn't mentioned was it was a little cold. Oh, yeah. Um, cold, cold <laughs> understatement. I'm like, you lived in a freezer for four days? Thanks, yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, uh, it somehow managed to get colder and colder throughout the weekend. <laughs> I you Usually you get all those warm bodies in a room and it warms things up. And yeah, I no. swear by Sunday it was like I had, I had, was, you know, borderline, uh, you know, um, hypothermic, hypothermia, yeah, about right <laughs> the finger. I was at, at, you know, Kevin. It was like I need you to turn my clicks for me. I, I can't, I can't move my fingers. Poor <laughs> was Kevin was shivering. I'll be honest. I think shivering. that's why I ducked out to go get uh, uh, Fridays. I'm like, I need to just hang out in yeah. my car and warm up for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I, I was warm enough. I had a jacket on. Uh, you, you had several jackets on, boost. sir. That's fair. <laughs> okay. I was you were this though. guy who's like, oh, it's only going to be 45. I'll hey. be okay. <laughs> In all fairness, I did warn people that it's cold. 
It is cold. I yeah, think it was but, colder this weekend than it was a month ago, even. Um, but yeah, we didn't warn anyone that we were going to be in a freezer the entire time. <laughs> I think that's where the information I was missing. That was the important information that we were not, you know, apprised of, which was the problem. Yeah, uh, because I did. Forty-five ain't bad. You get a windbreaker on, especially when it's cold out. You put on a nice flannel shirt and jeans and shoes, and you're fine. But when it's 45 and then you're in a freezer and that freezer turns that 45 into like 30, you're going, wow, I should be wearing like winter boots and probably a heavy shirt and a nice puffy jacket. And probably mittens would go great because we're using our hands the entire time. None of us had that. We have talked about how cold it gets in there. Like this was not a surprise. Home field advantage. You know, it's like when uh, some of those football teams have to come up to Detroit or Chicago. Yeah. You know, play in the snow. (laughs) Come on, Florida teams. Come on. You know, yeah, you, adapt. Brandon Wright or turned Heroclix from a stamina game, <laughs> right, which it normally is, into an extreme sport. <laughs> okay? <laughs> turned Heroclix into blood sport, buddy. The difference is instead of blood, it was cold sport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I, you know, somebody's going to have to develop like special gloves that allow you to to play hero clicks to still turn your hero clicks while so, uh, as the oh, next prizing. Oh, should I give oh, away a heated jacket as a prize, like one of those electronic jackets with the battery you can turn on? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> we'll just glue these uh, these ring these old whiz kids rings on a on a glove and just be like. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I can't use my fingers, but at least I could. Do this. Yeah, this it motion. It wasn't that cold. It wasn't that cold. BS. People were being tortured by the end of the night and they were going, please just let me go home. I don't care about the prizes. I want to feel my fingers. Okay. <laughs> I was all right. It wasn't that yeah. cold. Uh huh. And it's tough enough, dude. Well, hopefully, we'll get to play in the summer. And I would imagine it'll be a little warmer in the summer. No, oh, yeah. in the summer, it'll be the opposite. It'll become an oven. No, not in not in not in Northern California. Yeah, dude, no way. Uh, this is no pleasing you, is there, Patrick? No, there's plenty of pleasing me, but I'm not going in making that same mistake again. (laughs) Next time, I'm gonna be prepared. I'll have like tearaway pants, speedo (laughs) underneath, just in case. (laughs) Okay, just 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 where it's like, oh, okay, I was right. It's an oven. Rip. Tear yeah, off well, pants. I just have to conveniently lose those pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, we we warned you that it was a bit cold in there. Yeah, yeah. Sure, you did. Yeah. I remember Clay saying how cold it was last time. Yeah, I'll reconsider next time I go if I wanted to freeze out. Got it. Did you come up with the same number of digits as you left? I don't know. Let's look. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, th- I, think I think that so. just helps out your uh, significant yeah. other. <laughs> Quack. <laughs> I stand by my oh. statement. <laughs> Lost our G rating, boys. Oh. Wow, we never had one. <laughs> it's marked as not for kids. Nice. <laughs> and are any of our conversations marked for children? I hope not. <laughs> poor, poor writer. Oh, is, he, li- he listens to this probably religiously. He does not. He's he. So he 
goes on YouTube on a school computer, and because I have this marked not for kids, he actually can't listen to it. Oh, thank but, God! Uh, the it's children that was torture. He just he he just likes when we talk about him. Oh, okay. Well, I will say this: uh, he did lay the smackdown on uh, Nicholas the entire weekend. Poor <laughs> <More> baby hands. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, Ryder, Ryder was relentless to Nick. I was like, oh, poor guy. I was like, well, Nicholas just re-experienced his younger childhood with having a younger brother. Yeah. It was it was great. And then you know, Roland's now a grandpa, which is fun. That's wow. right. Oh my. Yeah, Ryder was calling him grandpa. How, is, how old's Roland? Is he like? I would say he's in his forties. Forty-five. Probably no, or no, or no older than that. Like I feel like he's old enough to be a grandpa. Yeah, probably. Could be a grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa Roland. You guys are making me feel bad that I just turned forty-five yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grandpa Clay. Oh, <laughs> You want Ryder to call you Grandpa too, uh, or or do you just want to stick to Clay? <laughs> I'll just say with stick. I'll stick with uh, nah. I'll say I know with what you. That sounds good. All right. Oh, uh, poor Roland. It's okay. That's what he. That's what he gets for being the old man on the hill. Okay. You know who's older than him though? Jonah. He's four forty-seven. He's old. Doesn't look it. Wow. Yeah, he doesn't look it at all. Doesn't look at it at all. Yeah, he's older than you, Clay. Yeah, wow, I didn't realize that. Huh. Not a terrible thing. Should we wrap it up? I think so. Well, we appreciate you jumping on for a, a quick few minutes to talk some shit, Patrick. Always a pleasure. I always enjoy coming on and talking shit. I look forward to <laughs> doing more next time because, you know, someone has to be winning on this podcast. Ow! <laughs> I guess I got a play to win, so... Uh, you did I'll, play, I'll... and you lost in that event that I won. Uh, but I beat your teammate, so that's all that matters. Eh, you beat the weakest one of us. But, like I beat, you beat but I beat... Child. Nick. Yeah, you but beat I beat child. Nick. That's all that matters. He's a special ed child, okay? I, I think... I'm pretty sure I beat Vegas every Vegas game I've played. Uh... Probably, so, probably, but you know, you, like, sometimes, sometimes you can beat us, but you have to win for it to matter. Yes, I, I, I'm the most consistent loser. I agree. No, don't take my title. Get out of here. Always the groomsman, <laughs> never the groom. Yeah, that, I'm always, I'm always the bride's, uh, the matron of honor here, second place. Me Ugh. and Kevin, me and Kevin, consistently placed in the top eight. But no, but did not win anything across all the games. So That's well, okay. you know, you guys had some tough competition ahead of you. So Anthony, who won last year and dominated pretty well last year, and then also Richard, who goes on winning streaks of just undefeatedness for like months. He's got like yep. shields of protection around him for some ungodly reason. He's just like, oh, I win. It's like, yeah, buddy, but. Did you win, or did the dice let you win? Well, in his case, it, he rolled it, him. He didn't really need dice. He did. He did. He brought his own dice manipulation. I, it's basically that he he was the only one who played, you know, Bronze Age Scarab. 
uh, <laughs> and uh, you know he's still trying to find a replacement to modern age Scarab. So we'll see if he manages to figure out a cyborg Superman team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, let's see if he can manage to do it again after some potential changes coming to Bronze Pulp in the future. I heard oh. maybe there's there's a couple of rumblings going around. Well, let's discuss that in the future. Yeah. Next time on this podcast, pay attention. Same bat channel, same bat time. Until next time, don't forget to practice rolling your dice, guys. Take it easy. Good night. Shake it, shake it, Cali. Shake it, 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 shake it